0: Good morning. Good morning, friends. How is everybody doing today? How are you doing?
1: Good morning. I'm good. You've been busy.
0: Busy. Busy in the kitchen.
1: I had stuff to do.
0: Mm, Cooking dog food. Yeah. Do you like cooking dog food? Yes, I do. We have a special dog. So he gets a um, mixture of ground beef, chicken hearts, or chicken livers? Chicken livers. Chicken livers. Chicken livers, rice, and carrots. Yeah. Plus his supplements. Plus his supplements. (laughs) He's a high maintenance dog. We should talk about controversial things this morning.
1: That's what you just did. Really? Homemade dog food diet is very controversial. Really?
0: Oh, I've heard about the raw diet. The raw dog food diet. That too. I fed my dog, my Rottweiler, raw dog food because it was, I had a bunch of friends that worked at a farm, at a butcher, at a meat packing company, so they would bring... And Little Raven, I remember she was about six months, eight months old, and the guys brought her back uh, a spine of a cow, gross. and she carried it around like a little trophy. Yeah, yeah, it freaked people out. Gross. Is that controversial? I don't think it is. Gross. Oh, man it's gross. Do you remember that? No, not really. No, uh, you don't remember those days. <laughs> All right, far off, distant days. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. All right, what have we got today? Tuesday? Anything special on the sked?
1: Is there anything that, like, over the last year, that you like have forgotten how to do well or like
0: I'd be a, like talk to people? No, no, at no, I literally like.
1: Do you remember? Like, remember you said like a while back? You're like, I wonder if if like toothpaste sales have gone down.
0: Do you think they? Do you remember go to go brush your teeth all of every... the time
1: now? I feel like well we'd... now
0: we're getting into controversy. <laughs> Sometimes I don't like this morning. I didn't brush my teeth. I was like, I just I'm not going anywhere. Maybe I'll brush them at lunchtime. Maybe I won't brush them today. I, I don't know. No, I brush my teeth.
1: I have been really failing at the accessorizing game.
0: The, oh my goodness, that was funny. Yes.
1: So the other day we were going to church, and you love jewelry. You I love do. I always wear
0: jewelry. Hangy ear, yeah. neck. Yes.
1: So the other day, invited myself over to a friend's farm. And for some reason, I was like, hey, can I come to your farm outside and see your chickens? And then
0: she's and they like, have yeah. Like a and just, chicken
1: coop? Yeah, they have chickens, like lots of chickens. What do they do in the winter? Uh, I didn't ask that. I didn't think about that. No. And then she's like, yeah, and you can bring a lunch and eat in our barn and like do whatever. And then she showed me where the creek was. We went for a walk down by the creek. Why would I think like as I was getting dressed to go to the farm? Hey, I should wear these really nice white gold earrings John bought me last mm. year, and then I fell off a zip line into a tree. You were zip lining. I was zip lining. You didn't tell me you zip line. They have like a little zip line, and there was like an incident where a four-year-old was in the. I had to throw myself off the zip line, and fell into a tree.
0: I didn't hear about this. We line. laughed so hard. Auntie Vicky fell on a tree.
1: We laughed so hard, I almost beat my pants. Oh, my goodness. And apparently I lost an earring. And then the other time, the next time that I tried to accessorize, I was wiser, and I was like, well, obviously I don't have expensive earrings anymore.
0: You have lots of earrings.
1: But I don't have, like, my nice earrings that I really like. And so, but some for some reason, like, later on, I realized, like, oh, I'm wearing three necklaces. I saw that. <laughs> So what must have happened is they must have gone like, Oh, I should throw on a necklace with this and then the next time I went into my room I was like, Should throw on a necklace with this outfit
0: And then how about one more oh, look, that I was like? I already, already have hurt. a
1: necklace on and I didn't take it off.
0: Mrs. T. Yeah. I
1: keep forgetting to take this one off. It's my
0: do you Sweats. like layered layered Sweats
1: accessory?
0: Do you like layered? Um Not usually, no. Jewelry? No, or is not that usually. not a thing like no. unless you're like a, a a rapper or Mr. T?
1: I also have another question. What are you supposed to do when you only have one expensive earring left? Like it doesn't feel right to throw a white gold earring in the garbage.
0: I think that
1: What do you do with
0: it? I'll take it back. And do what with it? It's mine now. I'm taking it. I don't know what I'll do with it. I might melt it down and make a gold tooth. It's really sad. A white gold tooth. That would be Mm -hmm. cool. Something's ringing.
1: Just ignore it. It's my phone. It'll stop. All
0: right. Okay.
1: All right. So there's other things that I've gotten better at, I feel. And we can talk about those another day. But those are things that...
0: I don't think I'm great socially. Like, I never really was. But I'm worse now where I'm like oh, can somebody just mute? Like, and it's, you can't tell people because they're actually... Mute you? Oh. No, they're actually in person. I want to shut off my camera. I just want to, like, <laughs> kick back and listen. But you're actually with people and you have to sit up straight and pay attention. And oh. So that's been a, that was a challenge. A little bit of a challenge. But, thank you. Because goodness. when we're in
1: person, you can't just be, like, doing something else on your phone while someone's Yeah, somebody's speaking. talking to me. <laughs> it's like...
0: I'm, I'm Google facts for you right now. It's a little rude. I need to shut off my camera.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All well, right, we get... have five more weeks to prepare for being in public. We do. Um, although we are still able to meet as a church with a maximum of 10 people. Yeah. So. That... That's
0: great. All right. Let's get it. All, All right. So
1: our morning devo, deadlines.
0: I deadlines. Got... <sighs> oh. This is uh, this is a hard one. This will be I, I like deadlines personally. Yeah. What do you hear when you hear deadlines?
1: Well, this is specifically pertaining to relationships. So this is I think I don't know I' I don't so the quote is I don't know whether I want in or out of this relationship. I've been struggling with it for months now. It's not appropriate to let it hang indefinitely. I will give myself two months to make a decision. Another quote. I've had this unresolved problem hanging over my head for six months now. I'm confused. I'm not certain what to do. I'm going to give myself one month to come up with a solution. Those are examples of deadlines. (laughs) Sometimes it helps to set a deadline. This can be true when we face unsolved problems, are struggling with a tough decision, have been sitting on the fence for a while, or have been floundering in confusion about a particular issue for a time. That does not mean a deadline is written in stone it means that we are establishing a time frame to help ourselves not feel so helpless and to bring a solution into focus setting deadlines can free our energy to set the problem or issue aside to let go and allow the universe our higher power god to and ourselves to begin to move forward toward a solution we don't always need to tell people that we've got a deadline sometimes it's better to be silent or else they may feel we are trying to control them and may rebel against our deadline Sometimes it is appropriate to share our deadlines with others. Deadlines are primarily a tool to help ourselves. They need to be reasonable and appropriate to each individual situation. Used properly, deadlines can be a beneficial tool to help us get through difficult situations and problems without feeling trapped and helpless. They can help us let go of worrying and obsessing so we can focus our energies in more constructive directions. Setting a deadline can help Move us out of that uncomfortable spot of feeling victimized by a person or problem we can't solve. Deadlines can help us detach and move forward. Today, I will consider whether a deadline might be helpful in some area of my life. I claim divine wisdom and guidance in setting appropriate deadlines for any problems or relationship issues that may be ling- mm. lingering.
0: That's a really good closing prayer because I'm going to God for this help and for instruction and for guidance instead of going to five other people for their advice and turning it into gossip. The one thing I see that we're... Deadlines is kind of like setting boundaries. Um, When I first saw deadlines, I think it's really good in business and work environment. You have deadlines of here's a project. Let's complete it in this amount of time frame. And then I was immediately propelled back to probably, I would say, 17 years. And I remember you made a deadline. <laughs> I don't know if you told me, but I think you did. I probably didn't tell what you What was your after. deadline? And and this is full-blown addiction. Um, I remember maybe there was a deadline first where no, you, I you told me to tell my parents that I was doing oh, yeah. the drugs. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to tell my That's parents. I said, okay. If and, you
1: don't tell your parents, I'm going to tell your parents.
0: And you did that. And then you set a deadline. Because they knew you
1: had a drinking problem. They didn't know you were doing yeah. coke. And then I said, yeah, whenever, whatever the timeline was and then you had gone to one rehab like a 28 day and had three months of sobriety and I remember I didn't know I wouldn't have told you because I didn't even remember doing it until I looked back and saw it later so I had written in a journal if things are the same or worse the same or worse in two years I'm done like this needs to be over I can't keep doing
0: this so do you think that two years is a great deadline no to be in a toxic, abusive situation. That's why I find the that funny because, like, I don't. I wouldn't be able to put up with me for two know. two months, let alone like. And you're 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 so pure and innocent. In like, I really have the value for family and love and a, a good partner. And I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt for, let's say, <laughs> two, two years.
1: I remember. I like why re-
0: two years? Where'd that come from? Was uh, that I don't design? know.
1: I don't know. So there's an on, there's a forum that's online. And so I wouldn't have journaled about you because I would be worried about you finding it. And so I wouldn't have like written in a journal, but I had this, like there was this online website where I could journal and then I have a screen name and there's like these forums. And so you could talk with people, but often I would just like write things like a journal entry. Then I, then I, whatever. didn't really care what other people said. And I remember looking back and reading that and it was like almost two years. It was almost two Mm -mm. years like to the month of like when I wrote that, that I actually like... Fleed. The the grand
0: exodus. Because I I was so manipulative. I didn't even leave the house. Like this was my house. I'm not going to leave my house. Like where else would I go? Like I would be homeless. That would suck. And so I actually didn't force you physically but emotionally you left the house after the two-year period which was a coincidence maybe but maybe it was divinely led and that really helped me to get help and so when did you know that the deadline had been met and the project had completed so for (laughs) you to reconsider the relationship for me I just knew I don't know. Like, why would you knew. get back into a relationship that you actually oh, oh, oh. packed up the house and left and moved? Why like did you I change come... your whole life?
1: Why did I? So, so a year
0: later, you came back to the you... relationship. Oh, How did you know that you we were supposed together? to do
1: that? Because you, okay, so you went, so long, long story short, you went to rehab. You got sober. Why did I let you come back after you finished your rehab, even though you got yeah, so? out?
0: I, I went to rehab. So left the house. You yeah. came back to it. You gave
1: me the house. <laughs> You signed the house over to me. You actually signed over a power of attorney, which meant that you'd lost your mind and couldn't make sound decisions. It's so true. You signed over the house to me and then you went, you did wind up going to rehab, but not for a few months. It was a while until you actually went to rehab. Um, After rehab, I think what the significant, the most significant thing for me is when you were trying to get sober, even though you weren't always able to like stay sober, you were trying and you were doing something so different than I had ever seen before. Mm-hmm. So you never made promises. Oh, well, look, the pot's done. You never made promises and you always, um, did things. And then you would tell me about them later.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, was, I, I was starting to live recovery. Yeah. And you so were living recovery. That's and what you had made a you come back to the, no,
1: you came, I let you come back. Yeah. yeah but yes. so I was willing to re-engage in the relationship Because you were working recovery, like, really intensely.
0: And I wasn't trying to manipulate you. No, you
1: you weren't trying to manipulate me, which was super obvious. You were never trying to convince me of anything. You were Mm -hmm. just doing your thing, and then you would tell me about it And I wasn't
0: using you, I wasn't consuming you, I wasn't using you to get my strength, pay my bills, Mm -mm. all of those things.
1: No, so you, I remember, I remember you were like, hey, I'm going to church, would you bring the kids? And I was like, what? What do you mean? How long? Wait, what? How long have you been going to church for? And you were like, oh, like months. And like, and then I was pissed. Like I was mad. I was like, you have this whole life that like. And I'm on holiday. And you don't, you're like, I want to go to rehab. You don't even care. Like you don't even. It's not that you didn't care. But like, yeah. it's not like you were trying to like impress me. It's just these are the things that But you've that been you trying doing. to get
0: me to be well for so long. And then all of a sudden I leave and then I'm becoming well. Yeah. And now you're seeing the change and now you're seeing yes. like, I'm not consuming you. I don't even, I I, I want to bring into, I want to bring you my strength Yeah, and I want to continue the relationship. You were always, relationship.
1: you, you'd never made promises that you didn't keep and you were always where you said you were going to be. Mm-hmm. So if you said you were going to call at whatever time, or if you said you were going to be somewhere, like if we were going to do something, it, you always did it. You, you always did mm-hmm. it. So that was hugely significant.
0: But very risky. To, super in, risky. To, very risky in early recovery. I would have
1: whipped out those power of attorney papers so
0: fast. (laughs) All right. But it's, it's a, it's a messy conversation and a messy situation for lots of people in recovery. And, and it's like, there is no set answer, but like, what is recovery? Why Mm -hmm. would uh, a, a partner bring back, um, the addict, um, in a healthy way, how do you do that in a healthy way? I think you need the fellowship and you need community, you need people, um, because you don't want to make these decisions necessarily on your own, but you want to include God.
1: And I think for, for me too, it's like really wise to listen to professionals. So, you know, I had a yeah. doctor, a therapist and like someone else that I, that I, whose opinion I valued, tell me like really seriously, like, but
0: that was the deadline part, but yeah, I'm talking I'm about saying, the coming like, and then
1: re-engaging. No. So there was people that I was talking to that, like I was going to meetings, I was going to whatever. And so okay. there was people that were like, yeah, if he's working with a sponsor, yeah, like, this is what recovery this, that's means. important. This is what recovery is. So getting to meetings and, you know, because I didn't know how, how does a guy get sober? I think one of the As best signs sober people
0: is when somebody has a sponsor, they're working the steps. And they start sponsoring people, right. starting sponsoring their own sex, right. and it actually says you actually have something to offer somebody else, and that right. that's a good sign to get back in the relationship. Just saying. Yeah. If All you, right. If you want advice, ask sober people. <laughs> if you want advice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's what I did.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ask, ask recovered people. Yeah. All right. Uh, Wednesday at noon, we have our open addiction support recovery meeting. Josh <laughs> is speaking. Um, he's going to have a great message for tomorrow and then a time of open share. So come, let's connect. See you tomorrow. Have a great afternoon and wash your hands and keep the peace and be of good behavior. I heard that once and stuck.